Halloween. It is that time of the year. Literally days away. Days away. So the spooky season is this here. This campcast is gonna be late. No, it's coming. It's coming for Halloween. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm gonna make it you. happen. Look at you. So a Sunday camcast. Sunday, maybe even Saturday. Maybe even the Saturday. Devil's oh, night. Devil's night. Yeah. Fire it up. Yeah. Fire it up. I'm gonna burn it up. Fire it up. I knew it too. As soon as Damn. you said Devil's Night, I'm like, this motherfucker's going there. Yeah. You should have joined in. It wasn't a race. What? Well, you really nailed it though. Yeah, I mean You're always better with that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like yeah. I could try to be like uh was it skank? Fire it up! Skink style. <laughs> Skink, Skink's dead. Skink's over there in the corner. <laughs> like, you're so dead, Skink. You have no fucking clue. You have no fucking clue. So, in honor of Hall Hallow's Eve, mm -hmm. we are doing horror movies, scary movies, suspenseful movies. This time we're doing things differently. This is my thought process. Because... The idea was that we were going to watch movies that we had never seen before. And I thought, what are the odds of you guys seeing them too? So I thought maybe instead of doing what we normally do and spoil the fuck out of everything, mm -hmm. we don't spoil anything. Okay? His idea. All his. So if it's terrible, let us know in the comments. Um, I thought it was a good idea, but if you think it's terrible, yeah, then I, let us know. I agree with you. I mean, don't get me wrong. Next year we'll probably do spoiler movies. But it all depends because I kind of like the idea of watching movies I hadn't seen before. It was kind of fun. It was actually really it fun. It was kind of fun. It was just a very busy October for new releases, too. Oh, yeah. And plus, we're just, like, thirsty for the theater now. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, in the last little... Just in this month alone, it was, what, one week? Venom. Venom. Second week, James Bond. Yeah. Then it was a week in between and Dune. And then you did Dune. But in between James Bond and Dune, I did Halloween. That's right. You did Halloween. So it was like four in a row. You did four in a row. So that's that's fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. by the way, Dune is awesome. Go see Dune. Dune is amazing. That cam cast is coming around the corner. Do not worry. Halloween Kills is also amazing. He hasn't seen it. Also amazing. And I will actually maybe uh, I might be able to see it so we could do a cam cast on that. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Cool. Anyway. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. So without uh, further ado. Yeah. Uh, Geek Pantsers. So just to recap. My two movies was Phantasm, a 1979 classic, as some people would refer to it as. And my second movie was I Saw the Devil, a 2010 masterpiece. Did you tell which one I liked better? Kenneth, what were your Those movies? are the two movies I picked for him. This good man over here picked Wes Craven's New Nightmare for me from 1994. And Tag from 2015. Not the one with Jeremy Renner. Playing Tango. Or guys. Jason Sudeikis. Or Jason Sudeikis. No, this one is uh, a bunch of Japanese girls like getting chopped down by the wind. Crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. So, without further ado, Kenneth. Chris. Would you like to talk about your first movie? I would love to. Awesome. And that is Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Shocking. Mwah. Shocking. Okay, so we'll start off with, with the credits. Yes. You know, usually take care of this, but I figured since these are my two movies... That's awfully nice. I'm going to wiki it up. Yeah. So, Wes Craven's New Nightmare was written and directed by Wes Craven. That's a shocker. Yeah, it didn't see that one coming, right? No. Uh, Heather Langenkamp? Is it Langenkamp or Langenkamp? I uh, couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell me. Have, you, wait till I have to pronounce... All fucking Korean names. Don't worry, I got Tay. Oh, yeah, that's up. right, yeah. I got Japanese, you got Korean. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. Yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah, that's not too bad. She was herself. 
Robert Eggman was both himself and Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Which is awesome. Wes Craven as himself. The great John Saxon as himself. Miko Hughes as Dylan Porter, Heather's son. Which is that memorable creepy kid from Pet Cemetery? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Or Mercury Rising. Where or Mercury that Rising too. Yeah. That's how I remember. That him. kid was in everything back then. And he was all. Uh, oh yeah, you did say Pet Cemetery too, right? But I yeah. remember him distinctly from Mercury Rising. And then later I go, oh yeah, that's right. And also Pet Cemetery too. Yeah. yeah. But I, the thing with Pet Cemetery too, and I'll, I'll uh, shut up after this is I always find it funny because they're like. Like, it's this tiny child, mm -hmm. a toddler, yeah. and he's, like, running after them. And, and every time I watch this movie, which has only been a handful, I go, why didn't anyone just fucking kick this thing? Right? Like, across It's not like Chucky. Fuck. It's not like Chucky. He's not going to get up and come after you. Again. He's going to hit the wall and be dead. Like, <laughs> like Chucky had all the strength of himself yeah. just in a, a toy's body. Yeah. Whereas... I mean, okay, maybe it's the undead and it's got like that uh, no like no adrenal glands, so like there's no pain receptors or mm -hmm. anything like that. But you can't kick the fucking thing across the field. I couldn't like when he's like, "Yeah, we'll spoil pet cemetery," <laughs> but he's he's just slashing drone adults to death, and he's like this big. Like, I, there was one like when they caught the the ankle of one. I was yeah, like, oh yeah, when he's oh, under the bed. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, you got the ankle. That's perfect. Yeah. But then after that, you collect yourself. Oh fuck! Yeah. Grab this thing. Yeah. And grab it's arm. It's got a knife in it. Oh, it doesn't have an arm anymore. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I physically ripped. What else could I pull off this thing? Oh, yeah. you're oh, you're still moving around. Well, I guess I'll just break your fucking neck, or I'll just bash your body until it stops moving. <laughs> Took me out of the movie completely. Me too. Honestly, me too. Every, and I watched it like twice because the second yeah. time I was watching it, I'm like, maybe it was just the mood I was yeah. in. Maybe. No. No. Immediately I was no. like, the, the ankle one? Yeah. That's perfect. That's genius. That's something Chucky would do. Everything else, I'm just like, Fuck And if that off. person's on the ground, little kid gets on and stabs a guy in the back. Okay, that can happen. Yeah. But when he's swinging from like the freaking... Where was he? Like up in the attic? And he Something swung like down that. like fucking monkey like, style what? with knives and shit. You're like, you you were a normal fucking kid. <laughs> you got hit by a car. Yeah. Never mind that you got brought back in perfect condition. Yeah. You didn't look like you got hit by a car. Your head but now like suddenly fucking you're fucking... It reminded me of uh, uh, Punisher Warzone. What where part? The dude, uh, the crazy guy. Yeah. Just out of nowhere was like doing Jackie Chan monkey flips oh, all over the place. Yeah. And there was no explanation. Jigsaw's cousin or brother yeah, or whatever. They were just was. like, no, he's fucking crazy. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, he's fucking crazy. But then you're like, he's also an acrobatic martial artist? <laughs> Maybe tell me that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, that came uh, on a tangent. Oh, so, yes, that it was, was a that great. Guy. That was a great tangent. That was a great tangent. And then yes. lastly, uh, Devin Newsom as Chase Porter, Heather's. Husband, oh, actually, I missed someone else there. Uh, husband, um, special effects artist working for New Line Cinema, working on the new Freddy movie. Yep, funny designing the new glove. <laughs> uh, and then Tracy Middendorf as Julie, Heather's friend, and Miko's babysitter. That poor lady, <laughs> that's as far as I'm gonna go with that. Okay, yeah, without spoiling too much, give us a kind of a brief idea of the story. Um, okay, so basically, 
Now, this is a weird one for me, because you were a big Freddy fan, Nightmare on Elm Street fan growing up. I never was. Although, I, for uh, the people that watched, uh, we already spoiled the shit out of this movie two years ago. Two yeah. years ago? Two, three. Three years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah back in our very first yeah. um, uh, Halloween camcast, uh, you talked about this. We were, at, we were in a whole yeah. thing in hall in the Calico Cafe. Yeah. yeah. The, no, the boardroom, conference room. That's the boardroom. Yeah, that's right. Good that's old right. days with shitty... Qualities. Yeah. So if uh, if you want it to be spoiled, you can yeah you can you can search that. We'll put the link up here somewhere. But Me, <laughs> you will. I don't. I will. You yeah. I you show you up. Do shit. I write stuff down. <laughs> I make it look like I do work. So I watched A Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, for the very first time last year <laughs> for our Halloween special. Isn't that's so year. good. It, it's really freaking oh, good. A Nightmare really on Elm Street is so good. Like, I'm not going to lie, I love horror, but for some reason, I never, ever went near Freddy. I think it's like that Slayer Metallica thing, where you if you were a Freddy fan, yep. then you weren't a Jason fan. Right, and I'm a Jason, more so Michael Myers, but, that's and my that's, guy. And I think that's the one but, that trumps all of them. Yeah. But they all kind of went the same route, where they just got absurd. They really did. Yeah. Um, so, I watched that for the first time last year, really enjoyed it. Because, I mean, I do love Wes Craven's movies. Scream is, the whole series is a masterpiece. The first three are fucking incredible. I've yeah. never seen the fourth one. Okay, fourth is great, too. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. So I have to put that on the uh, to-do list. So we did New Nightmare this year. And um, going off of what I watched last year, it was pretty freaking cool. It's pretty freaking cool. I love the fact that basically Wes Craven is writing a brand new Freddy movie. And uh, he wants Heather to come back. What was Heather's name in, in, in Nightmare? Oh, I can't remember. Was it Nancy? Nancy. It was Nancy. Nancy? That's right. Okay. That's right. So he wants Nancy to return in this movie and everything. And she hasn't been in the series since Dream Warriors. Right? So he's writing this new thing. And while he's writing it, all this shit's coming to life, basically. Like, Freddy's coming into our world. And not the Freddy from the movies of really creepy. Just, like, not he's not gross. He's just, he's really scary. He's a scary... Yeah. Serious Freddy Krueger. So the this movie came after Freddy's Dead. Yes. Where Freddy's Dead, and for anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, or anyone that hasn't seen the entire Nightmare on Elm Street series, what it happened was it, it started off horror. Mm -hmm. And then as it progressed, it started to get into more of a gore comedy. Yeah. So by like Dream Warriors, which is the third one, getting a little bit more goofier. Like he's a little bit more... Um, Dark comedy. Dark comedy, yeah. Um, um, I just watched Dream Warriors. I fucking loved it. Dream Wars is really good. Wes Craven wrote it. The uh, co-wrote it, but the Dream Child. I didn't really like that one. See, now I haven't watched that one yet. That's where I thought Dream Warriors was going to be ridiculous because the name is stupid. Like, were they a bunch of superheroes? Yeah, exactly. But uh, so Dream Child is right before Freddy's Dead. So you can just imagine how they start getting into that gore comedy, right? Okay. So. Which is around the time Evil Dead 2 came out. So right. I guess they saw horror comedy as work and let's do it with Freddy. Yeah, but uh, so Freddy's Dead was complete, like, it's a it's fucking hilarious. It's a hilarious, gory movie. That's all it is. It's a gore comedy. Doesn't Johnny Depp do a cameo in it? I think so. Did I can't it? remember. It's been a million years Something since I've seen it. Something came back. Roseanne was in it. <laughs> but, like, Freddy's Dead does uh, look at some of the different aspects to uh freddy's origin so there's that okay. aspect too but this would be like one of the first examples of like an actual reboot mm -hmm. or, or a reboot cool where they were like 
Like, Wes wanted to come back, but he didn't want to just make a, a regular Freddy movie. Right? Because yeah. I'm pretty sure besides, other than the original and Dream Warriors, he had nothing to do with the franchise. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty right? sure. I, in fact, that's correct. Because two, 2 is fucking weird. Well, because 2 is, we talked about 2. Freddy's Revenge. Freddy's Revenge. Yeah. Uh, and, like, Wes Craven had nothing to do with it. And it's the only movie in the entire franchise where it has a male protagonist. Yeah. He's the final boy. Yeah. And uh, there's also, and I, I actually said this in the uh, New Nightmare Campcast, they talk about how his story is like a, a gay coming out story. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the allegory. But everyone that watches them will tell you, like, Freddy's Revenge is the one that sticks out. Uh, but uh, like It I wasn't said, bad. It just felt like in between one and three, it felt weird. It is a like, weird one. It yeah. is a really weird one. Because uh, it's still trying to be horror. Yeah. I shouldn't say trying to be. It's still a horror. It, it's horror. That it's one, still that one's a horror, horror movie. Um, but I guess, like, like, if you think about it, it is weird to have the final guy with a male antagonist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, if this was, uh, like, Freddy, like, gender swapped. Yeah. Then you might go, oh, yeah, fucking right. Makes sense. But whatever. Anyway, uh, so essentially this is a reboot call trying yeah. to get back into the spirit of the original Nightmare on Elm Street. And it succeeds greatly. Oh. Like, greatly. The gore is so good in this. And not just the gore, but the visual effects. Because we were coming in at a time where CG was pretty freaking rough. Like, It you, depends you know, on this your is budget, like, This right? is like a year or two after Lawnmower Man. And if you've seen that, ho, ho, ho. That is a bad looking CG. But at the same time, it also depends on your budget, right? It depends because this on budget. is also what I think was it 95, 96? This is 94. 94. So this is two years removed yeah. from Terminator 2. Yeah. So Yeah. So better technology. But even just budget, budget, right? Like bigger budget. T2 has budget yes. and skyrocketed. And I wish I would have wrote down the uh the budget in the box office on here, but I do know that box office wise, this made the least amount of the whole series. I know. Which is weird because you think West Craven coming back would make it huge. But, or maybe everyone was just done with Freddy after they killed him. Well, I think, I personally think that uh, it's because Freddy's Dead mm -hmm. was like a comedy, like yeah. a horror comedy. So I think, uh, so I think like what happened was, so the fans of the first couple didn't stick around. Mm -hmm. So then when they were like, oh, New Nightmare, oh, big fucking deal, right? Like, who gives a shit, right? right? So I think that's part of it. I also think that at that point, we start looking at fatigue. Mm -hmm. Because, like, even in uh, the Jason movies, you know, yep. they started to slope and they started to drop off, right? Yeah, they're strange, those movies. Like, they're good. There's a couple that I really don't care for, but I just watched Jason X. Which was the other option you gave me. Yeah. You almost gave me that over this. So I watched Jason X. I was like, this is a fucking fun movie. It's hilarious. It is a fun movie. It is fucking hilarious. Like, up to the point where he becomes, like, Super Jason. But even then, I was just like... well, cause Super Jason stuff was fun. Like, that like that was pure... It, it's it was just like ridiculous. Rated R Power Rangers. Like, it's just so ridiculous. Because you're like, there's no way I can take this character seriously yeah. after this. And I think that's part of it. Well, there's no way you can take Freddy serious after this. And then for the... And it's also, like, hard R, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a hard R. Yeah. So I think that's uh, another one, too. Uh, it is disappointing that it made the least amount, though. Even, like, with the Nightmare reboot. Yeah, that made quite a bit. Which is and weird. And that, 
I watched that, and that was not good. No, it Jackie was, Earl Haley was awesome. He was the only good thing. He in was that fantastic. Whole movie. I felt bad that he was in that movie. Like, and it's funny because like I the, the only way that they differentiated themselves from the original was uh, his visuals. Because mm-hmm. like when you think about it, why would he have a fucking nose if he was lit on fire? Yeah, her lips. Yeah, like, like just gone. looking like a total burn yeah. victim. All gone. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Robert Englund's uh, Freddy. Like yeah. that to me is Freddy. But when I saw that, I was like, okay, all right, I'm in for this. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, you know what? In the movie, we in all, every one of the the Freddy movies, they kind of hinted and danced around the pedophilia stuff. Yeah. This one, they were like, oh, you fucking molested them. Oh yeah, molested the fuck out of all of us. Yeah. Yep. And I was like. That's the only thing you're gonna do to differentiate yourself? Get the fuck out of here! No thanks. Yeah, very. But yeah, so Jackie Earl Haley, amazing in that movie. Um, considering it was such a pile of shit, it really was. Like it's not even just the pedophilia stuff. Like if yeah. if this was a better movie all around, like even if it was just as good as the original, mm-hmm. then I would have just been griping about it because it's like eh, we didn't really need to go there. Yeah. But that would have been my only gripe. Whereas like. By the time I finished that movie, I was just like, okay, I watched it. Mm-hmm. Never watching it again. No. Yeah, I was I was done with it yeah. after that. Whereas these these Robert Eggman ones, now that I'm watching them, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'd watch one again. I'd watch three again. Don't know if I'd watch two again. New Nightmare, I would definitely watch again. I'll watch two again with, uh, like, today's Chris. Today's Chris thought process. Yeah. And then we'll see how well it holds up. But yeah. Actually, you know what? If I watched two again, I'd probably just watch it on its own. Like, I wouldn't watch it in sequence yes. with the rest of it. And that's what I was, I was going to say. I, I wouldn't watch it in sequence. Yeah. You know? I think that's the thing, yeah. Yeah, which which I totally agree with. But, uh... Um, so, yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, great acting all around. Heather Langkamp, she's a good actress. I love the meta twist, too. Yeah. Like, I love that it was, like... Like, it started as a thought and, like... The, it was like he made the Nightmare on Elm Street, and she was the original actress in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they were bringing her back yep. to star in the reboot to bring Freddy back. And then they inadvertently really bring him back yeah. for real. And the fact that Robert England was also having these like nightmares. I know, and stuff. like it was so fucking meta. Like, I was like, God damn! I actually really wish I would have seen Freddy and Robert England face to face. That would have been awesome. If they could have made that happen, oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been, been so, so cool. Oh. So cool. But, um, yeah, no, just, like, when she goes to meet Wes, and she's talking to him about everything, and he's breaking it all down, and there's, I was just like, this is damn cool. Oh, so I, good. So good. Good on you, Wes. That that was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I know. It, it's just, it was really good looking. I love the design of Freddy in this. The, oh. The, the all black. He looked horrifying. Like, all black. He was like a gothic burn victim. Exactly. Exactly, and, and I, it was it was actually it didn't even really look like Burns this time around. It looked like he was almost skinned. Yeah, it looked like he was skinned, uh, and I think that might have been the other part too, was because they they did kind of take away the marketable aspects of him. Because yeah. like the, the, it's the fedora, it's the claws, it's the scars, and it's the sweater, mm-hmm. like that yeah. striped sweater. Like yeah. that's it. Like you see somebody wearing that sweater, your first thought is Freddy. Oh, Freddy! Nice Freddy shirt. Oh, it's fucking sweet. I mean, it should be a Christmas shirt. It's brand and green, but yeah, great Freddy shirt. Yeah, but like I mean, uh, like I, I saw Alexa Bliss. Uh, every once in a while, like she would do cosplay type stuff, and I remember the, when she did Freddy, and I was like immediately, I was like, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, it's so cool. But yeah, so uh, do you have any dislikes? Dislikes? No, I don't think I really do. I mean, it, it was. 
it was 90 just over 90 minutes so it wasn't didn't overstay its welcome and it wasn't too short um no i really got no dislikes i love i love the way how he finally um got into our world like i'm not really gonna spoil anything but I mean, a, well, good, a good three quarters of the movie is him slowly trying to get through yeah so when it finally happens and then and then you know like heather Lancat like just going like because her son's involved in this compared to Nancy not having a kid in, yeah. in the Nightmare on Elm Street. So, like, she was, like, taking him on. And I was just, oh, this is badass. This so is badass. You got a little, so bit, of, little so bit of that Ripley vibes. So, so yeah, I, uh, I, that's one of those movies that I'll recommend all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, you like Freddy? You should watch The New Nightmare. Yeah. If you haven't, you should, you know? Yeah, because I, I watched two and three after I watched The New Nightmare. Because I was like, well, I'm kind of on a Freddy kick now. Nice. And I felt like this went well with the first on its own. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Good pick. Mm. All right. All right. Mm. Mm. All right. So, uh, my pick, like I said at the beginning, is Phantasm. This uh, was made in 1979. And I will preface this by saying I am definitely going to rewatch it because when I was going through Wikipedia, knowing the movies that this influenced... I don't know if my thought process will change, but I might be able to look at it in a different light. Because, like, when I said to Kenneth, uh, I watched it with two different mindsets, trying to like it, and unfortunately, ultimately, I did not. But we'll get to that. So, the director, the writer, the producer, the cinematographer, and the editor, all Don Coscarelli. Don Coscarelli. Starring Angus Scrim as the uh, the tall man. Mm -hmm. And uh, a couple of things that I thought was cool about that, and I'll touch on them after there. We got A. Michael Baldwin as Mike Pearson. Uh, Bill Thornbury as Jody Person, Pearson, Mike's brother. Reggie Bannister uh, is Reggie, Jody's friend. Reggie! Uh, Kathy Lester is Lady in Lavender. Uh, she's technically two characters, but I can't spoil that. Mm. We've got Bill Cohn as Tommy, Mary Ellen Shaw as the fortune teller, Terry Calbus as the fortune teller's granddaughter, and Lynn Eastman as Sally. Sally. Friend of the family. Uh, so, <laughs> budget was 300000 This surprised me. This surprised me. Uh, budget was 300000 It made $22 million. So that's fucking like twenty-two million on three hundred thousand dollar budget in seventy-nine. In seventy-nine, is insane. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Okay, so uh, my dislikes was pretty much a lot of the movie. A lot of the movie, like I didn't, I thought like uh, there was cuts that happened. Uh, the way the story was presented didn't make any sense to me. That seemed like they jumped backwards, jumped forward. Characters did things that made no sense at all to me. Like, uh, like at one point, this is early in the movie, so I'm not going to spoil much, but uh, they're in the mausoleum, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, Jody, the older brother, hears noises, and uh, and his reaction was was this. So here's, here's the noise over here. Noise over here. See how my face hasn't changed expressions? And I'm not saying I'm this amazing actor, mm. okay? But here's me in real life. If I hear a weird noise, I go, huh? I don't go emotionless. Like, 
I wonder what's that over there in the corner making that weird noise. Oh, I, I heard it over here. No, I'm going to be inquisitive. But anyway, that's yeah. just one of those, like, whatever. But, like, it, it was so many things that I didn't like that I was just like, I, and I tried, I tried watching it as, like, this is a legit horror flick. I'm not going to, I'm not going to joke with this. When you told me that you hated it, like, when I said, what's your path then? And you're like, I hated it. Yeah. I thought you were joking at first. Oh, no, I fucking... I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. actually hate the movie. I legit hate the movie. I, I, I can't say hate because there's some things that I did like. Uh, so, largely dislike. <laughs> but I'm willing to re-watch it. Okay. To, to kind of watch it again. Because, like, I tried watching it like it was a legit horror. But, like, I mean, even with $300,000 budget for a horror movie, that's actually pretty decent in the late 80s. Or mm -hmm. the late 70s. So, but it's like... Just a lot of the problems that I had with it, I couldn't get past it. So then I started to look at it like, well, maybe it's like a, like a joke kind of horror, like it's so bad it's good type of thing. But even then, I couldn't fucking do it. Like, it was just, the script itself, I was like, I can't fucking, ugh. But the things I did like, first of all, uh, Angus Scrim as the tall man. Yeah. That's genius casting. Oh, that guy's awesome. Like, he literally saw him. Don saw him and was like, uh-huh. And in the beginning, they were working together. And it wasn't really working well yeah. until Don starts to trust Angus's instincts. And then he made this genius move where he's like, I'm going to put him in, the, like, like in lifts. And I'm going to make the clothes he wears a little bit smaller so he looks even thinner. That was genius. Like, I was like, no wonder this uh, movie has spawned, like, a franchise. To the point where... There's five films. One came out in 2016. Yeah, the last one the last just one, came out. And I think that's the last one because Angus is dead now. He was actually dead for a few years by the time it came out. Okay, but either yeah. that's, that's yeah, why. Yeah, he's dead now, yeah. And a lot of the same actors that were in this movie, in fact, this Reggie All guy... All of them. This Reggie guy and... Uh, or, well, Reggie Bannister and A. Michael Baldwin is pretty much in every single one. Reggie's in every single one of them. A. Michael Baldwin is in, uh, he's not in the second, but he's in the three, four, and five. No, he's in the second. No, he isn't. They recast him in the second. Oh! Because Universal, oh, Universal okay. did Phantasm 2, uh, and they wanted someone bigger, okay. so. Okay, okay. Uh, but he came back afterwards. Which is disappointing because uh, A. Michael Baldwin, and I mean, like, I understand they're not all actors. Like, yeah. A lot of this is their first movie. But he was good. Mm -hmm. He was actually quite good in it. And uh, so much so that that was one of the reasons why I kept watching. Because I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. And while by himself, the Jody Pearson, like Bill Thornbury, by himself, wasn't really, like, I was like, ah. Anytime he was with his brother, mm -hmm. they their chemistry was really good. Yeah. So, like, there's things where I'm like, okay, like, their chemistry's really good, and you kind of want to see where that's going to go, and you kind of hope that no, but, like, neither of them die type of thing. Um, the uh, the homunculi, or the goblins, or whatever, I don't want to say exactly what they are, because it is definitely a plot spoiler, mm -hmm. but uh, those are really cool. Like, there was shots that I, I, I mentioned to you, like, there were some really cool shots in the movie that I was like, oh, wow! Like, where I go, okay... This is his first movie. He's obviously a rookie, but you can see he's got something with some of these yeah. shots. Yeah. Where like like even shots where in these types of movies, 
with other seasoned directors. I've never seen anything like that. Where mm-hmm. I was just like, whoa, that was really cool. Like making really good use of the shadows. Yeah. Especially with these uh, the goblins. I just like calling them homunculi. I mean, he designed those. He started designing them before Star Wars came out, and so like. He was pretty upset that they look like Jawas. No kidding, because like, I, I, at first I was just like, oh, well, fuck, we got some Jawa, you want bullshit here. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, I, I could see him being upset. Like, so I was going to switch it to black, but he's like, no, I kept it brown. I was like, screw it. Yeah, it worked perfectly. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. And uh, the metallic sphere that uh, that the Thin Man used to kill people. It spurts blood. Well, no, because it goes in, yeah, and then it then spurts their drills. own blood out. Yeah, yeah, like I was just like, "Fuck, that's crazy!" And it looked cool when it, like, when it was flying around, it looked cool. When it actually like got into the guy's fucking forehead, it yeah. was awesome. I was like, "Okay, like let's get more of this going." And then that's it. Like, <laughs> that's the only the one guy dies. Spoiler: one guy dies by the metal sphere. No one else does. But watch it, and if you like it, let me know what you liked about it. Because I am gonna rewatch it just because. I mean, this movie did actually influence A New Nightmare. Mm-hmm. It also mm-hmm. influenced a movie called uh, The Dark, A Dark, One Dark Night. That's right, and that's another like horror movie type of thing. So it, it spawned a franchise. So it's not like it was a huge influence to J.J. Abrams. Is he a good director though? Which we talked about. Is he a good director though? He's a good director. I mean, he makes money, but is he a good director? Well, he's making money. Does that mean he's anything a else really matter in Hollywood? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll wait and see. We'll watch the new Superman movie if it ever gets released. I mean, <laughs> all yeah. I don't know about that. Super Eight's amazing. I love Super Eight. Yeah. Yeah. I wish you would do more. Also, I want him. To, I want him to do more original movies. <clears throat> Cloverfield also. Yeah. Awesome. Get away from the franchises for a while. Well, it depends on the movies, though. Like it's funny because for a Star Wars guy, the. Uh, first two Star Wars movies, or Star Trek movies that he did, mm-hmm. are awesome. Yeah. They're so yeah. good. Yeah. You know, like, so good. And the third one, he didn't, uh, he didn't direct. No. But it's still awesome. Like, it's so good. I didn't see that one in the theater, and I wish it did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was years ago, so I can't blame COVID. No. I, I, wa- I didn't watch it in the theater either, because I was living in BC at the time. Ah, yes. I was broken. But anyway, anyways, so anyways, overall, I, I love Fantastic. Yeah, we're split. We're That's split. why I recommend it to you. I yeah. personally thought it was uh, not a perfect movie, but really, really freaking good. I love the music in it. I love the atmosphere. I thought what that young kid did with his dad backing him up with uh, the funding, I, th- I thought it's that incredible. was incredible. It, it, I have that, to say, like, I'll give I him mean, 100% props. And he did like 90% of the movie on his own. He really did. You know, so yeah. I mean... And then Angus Grimm, though. I mean, just like... Yeah. Boy! Just, oh, man, shivers. And even Every just when he was, like... Yeah. Like, when he, just uh, walking uh, towards him, yeah. trying to get him. I was like, whoa, that's fucking yeah. cool. There's some cool shit in that movie. So, like I said, I will definitely 100% rewatch it in the next couple of weeks. Just because there's a very good possibility that I've, I've missed it. I've missed how good it is. Yeah, but it's I, hard to but say. It's hard to say. I mean, some movies just aren't for everybody. Yeah, although I I have the itch now where I want to see the rest of the franchise. <laughs> That's the only thing. But trust me, if you didn't like the first one, you're not gonna like the sequels. Okay, fair and enough. Everyone says two is the best. I personally thought one was better. Okay. And two kind of took me out too with the casting change. I wouldn't have. I it, wouldn't it, have liked that either. Because, like I said, weird. I thought he was one of the best parts yeah. of the movie. But I really liked number three. I think the third's called Lord of the Dead. Yeah, or something. it is. And then Ob- Oblivion. Oblivion. No, Oblivion's number 
Oblivion's the no, fifth one. No, fifth is Ravager. Oh, that's right. Yes, Ra that's so right. So Oblivion and then Ravager, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, a visually very cool series. Especially later on, like the 2016 one, they got like crazy visual effects now. Yeah, so that's kind of <laughs> why I want to stick it up. Because like, it's a, uh, a sci-fi horror mind-bender. It's strange. Because like, once I read a bit of the stuff on Wikipedia where they were saying like the actual influences behind the movie and then then you start to see like then you start to go oh that's why it was shot like that so that's why i'm saying i'll probably mm -hmm. have a better appreciation of it because there was things that happened in this movie that i'm like why the fuck would this happen this doesn't make any sense and then like you like when you find out like yeah the you know and then even the theme behind it you're like oh yeah okay that kind of fuck so if i had known that going in i might have liked it more so that's why i'm thinking i'll give it another go but uh, that's about it funny enough i'm gonna just keep going because i'm not done Fair enough. All right. In 2011, I went to Fan Expo in Toronto, mm -hmm. and Don Coscarelli had a panel. Really? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go to that because he's also the writer-director of Bubba Hotep, which I love. Oh, no way! Yeah. Oh. So, so I was like, ah, the guy made Bubba Hotep. So I went and watched that. That actually explains Bubba Hotep the way it was shot, too. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, so... That's such a good way. If you ever watched Bubba Hotep, watch Bubba Hotep. Oh, so good. So good. So I'm listening to him. He's such a... Wait, hold on. It's Bubba Hotep and the... Uh, just Bubba Hotel. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just yeah, Bubba yeah. Hotel. That's right. That's Bubba right. Hotel. They were going to do Bubba Nosferatu next. And they That's did, right. And they never did. That's right. That's um, fuck, man. What a missed opportunity. Oh, what a way to get another franchise off the ground. They yeah, didn't even do it. I know. Fucking would be Two so fucking franchises of Bruce, so Bruce Campbell and they yeah. couldn't do it. Ozzie oh, They Davis. wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. That's oh, what man, it was. such a funny movie. I got to watch that movie again because that's fucking great. But Black JFK? Black JFK, yeah, Black JFK. Ozzy yes, Davis. That yeah. is so awesome. That is so awesome. Oh, shit. And, I mean, Bruce Campbell as a Elvis impersonator. Yeah. Elvis. And he actually did a really good Elvis. He was incredible. And then they make you think, like, holy shit, is this really the real Elvis? Exactly. They, like, oh, the, the way he told the stories so and stuff. Good. Uh, so good. So good. Okay, so anyway, you're at Fantasy. But, yeah, so I, I'm, I sat down. I'm watching Don. He's just, like, this really down-to-earth, quiet guy, like, but when he talked, like, there was knowledge in what he was saying, right? And so you really paid attention. And 2011 was the year we were shooting Quiver. Oh, okay. So after the panel... Um, oh, so he, you were just like, yeah, I'm a baby bear, feed me. Uh, well, after the panel, like, I was, all the, everyone in the room was talking about Phantasm. I had never seen Phantasm. I had okay. Never, like, I knew of Phantasm. See, that's where I was at. Like, it was on the list of movies yeah. where they're like, if you haven't seen this movie... You haven't watched horror. I was like, all right, fine. Okay. I'll yeah, watch it. Right, right, right. And when you picked it, I was like, that's good. That's off my list. Yeah, it's off the list. <laughs> so, I mean, so listening to all these people talk about Phantasm and hearing him talk about how he, he started and his dad helped him and everything, I found really inspirational. So after the panel, I went and I, I said, hey, Don, how are you doing? And I talked to him for about 20 minutes. Wow. We walked around the show floor together. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. And he just talked what to me. cool dude. He's so cool. Because he didn't have to do that at all. Hell no. He could have given you like five kid. minutes and then yeah. you're like, see you later, buddy. Yeah, but he was just like, he just kept talking to me and I was walking with him and we just talked and I told him about Quiver and he, he's like, that sounds really cool and gave me some ideas and stuff. And, oh. Uh, and, and that, I mean, so to this day, I'm like, I really love that guy for that because he did not have well, to do that. He didn't have to. He could have been like, uh, what that guy, that the pussy with the handshake. Uh, I don't even oh, know. Nathan, 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 Nathan Fillion. Fillion? Oh, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. could guy. be like that guy. Could be like that guy. So, so yeah. So I had to. I had to watch Phantasm, 
And after knowing what I knew from that panel, I really love the movie. Fair enough. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the stuff so, that I found out after the fact, I'm like, eh, you know what, maybe watch it again, and yeah. then you can start to look at it, too. Because already, like, even after, literally today, I saw that, and I was like, oh, so that could be why things happened, and this happened, and that happened. Like, uh, like the ending, you know, when the ending hits, and you're just like, oh, it's one of those endings. But yeah. now I'm like, that makes sense that it would be, like, one of those endings. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I want to say I, I strongly disliked it, but it's already like I'm going, eh, I don't know, probably. Yeah. May not be like one of my top ten favorite well, movies. Why would it, yeah. But it'll be one of those where I'm like, yeah, give her a go. You might like it. You never know. Yeah, could be a fight club. That's right, it could be. All right. Oh, my, my, I'm done. Are you done? <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. It's time to put your names. Oh man, I know. I like, it's funny that we saved the, the language flicks for the last. Yeah. One. Uh, so my next one is Tag from 2015, known as Real Anogoko in Japan. Mm -hmm. That's the easiest thing to pronounce on this whole list. Actually, no. Directed by Sion Sano. I was gonna say, yeah. There you go. Uh, and I'm probably butchering that too, but um, <laughs> whatever. I, I've heard of this guy before, like. Nick Cage is a huge fan, and he actually wrote and directed Prisoners of the Ghostland, a new Nick Cage movie. That looks insane, and I can't wait to watch it. So when I saw it, it was him that did this. I was like, all right, so this might actually be pretty cool, and it's pretty cool. Uh, written by him based on the original novel by Yusuke Yamada. Ooh. I wonder if there's an English translation, because it'd be interesting. It would be an interesting novel, eh? Yeah, it would be. Music by Susumu Akazuki and Haraki... Can I? I like that you included music, which I didn't, but I think you did specifically for mm. more names to me. See, I didn't do, yeah, no, but I didn't do music in uh, New Nightmare. I did music here because the music really stood out to me. Oh, yes. It was a great score. It was a really great score. Uh, cinematography by Maki Ito. That's not bad. Not bad? That sounds like it would be Japanese. Mm -hmm. A shout out to Soshi Yamazawa, the special makeup effects artist. And Yashiro Nishimura, the mold maker supervisor on the special effects team. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because Definitely shout out. That guy gets a shout out. Or Definitely shout out. I'm not sure. Yoshiro sounds male to me. So that guy gets a shout out. I think, yeah, Yoshiro is. But yeah. anyway, that person. Let's just leave yeah. it that person. All those. All those. Let's use gender neutral <sighs> pronouns. Yeah, them. There. There you they. go. They. The extraterrestrials. Oh, careful. Hold on, sorry, I forgot. You used the correct phrase, so we're safe. We're safe. Yeah. You're safe. We haven't conjured. You're safe. We haven't conjured. I said damage. that last <laughs> Venom Camcast. I said the word. You said the word. I said the word that Miss Demi Lovato is like that is offensive. Very offensive. Don't say the word alien. Never mind. You think aliens are gonna show up on Earth and be like, "Well, you call us fucking aliens?" We're offended that's, by that. That's the most racist thing I've ever heard. No, they're gonna just take. We over. were gonna kill you guys anyways, but now <laughs> we're really gonna. Kill now you we're guys. gonna fucking who called us aliens? You want? <laughs> we want to know exactly who did, and then they're gonna die even worse. All right, cast time. Uh, Reina Triendel as Mitsuku. 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 <laughs> Mariko Shinoda as Kaiko, the bride. Arena Mino as Izumi, the marathon runner, the student. Yuki Sakarara as Aki. Mary Jean Takahashi as Jun. Sayaka Isoyama as Matsuku. 
And that's it. That's that's the names. Yeah. I actually did pretty good. I think you you're gonna have a harder time with the North Korea or the South Korean. Uh yeah. Yeah. Actually, I I think it's gonna be about the Japanese same. names kind of just flow beautifully off the tongue. Yeah, I think I don't know. I was looking at it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll okay. See. But uh, but yeah. Um. So uh, this is an absolute mindfuck. It's basically a super gory, like Alice in Wonderland meets the Matrix. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't when know how on, even... uh, So there's like there was two what culture lists. Yeah. And one was like straight up horror flicks, and then another the other one was like sci-fi horror type things, right? Yeah. And uh, so I pulled that one for that one because that was on the list. I was like, when I saw the premise for that, I'm like, yeah, I want to watch that. I want to watch that. I was very excited when you brought it up. At first, you thought I had already watched it, but I was like, no, that was actually one I wanted yeah, to watch. Yeah, so uh, I was expecting more of a horror flick. Me too. But I would say this is more of a, this is more of a like a gory uh, Matrix. What? Sorry, you said Matrix. Matrix, Matrix. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, it is a very that's a very good way to put it. A gory Matrix meets. Because yeah, it is a mind fuck. And like, it starts off nice and peaceful, and then shit hits the fan <laughs> in the quickest, <laughs> most brutal way possible. I, <laughs> oh, I, I think your and yours and my reaction at the same time is like, when we're watching it, we're just like, oh, what the fuck? What the f Holy <laughs> shit! It's hilarious because I put it on like around 11 or something after Adrian went to bed, and I was like, well, I know I have to read it. Reading doesn't bug me, but it makes me tired if I'm already sleepy, right? right. So I'm, I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay. That happened. Instantly awake. Yeah, I had no problem. I had no problem watching the rest of the movie. Like, holy <laughs> yeah. fuck. It's, it's, yeah, wow. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, some of the coolest action horror I've seen in some time, and that's, that's true, because yeah, it's, it's not straight-up horror. Like, they... No. There's this wind aspect. I call it the wind because you don't know what it is. It's this invisible thing floating through the air that sounds like wind, but the camera work is done just like the dead oh, from Evil Dead. Fuck. Like that, just like through the forest, it, over the everything. I, I, I like that it's wind. Like, I think they even refer to it as wind. And I think that's, it works for me. I, I don't need it to be anything else. She actually says that. I think the wind killed or killed yeah. him or something. And, and uh, and if you guys actually watch the movie, when you get to the end, I, I feel like you'll agree that it doesn't have to be anything else. Because once you get to the end, you're just like, what the fuck is happening? The end is crazy. The end actually made me go like, oh, wait, what? Like, it kind of reminded me of the ending of Old Boy, where everything gets flipped on your head and you're just like, good fucking lord. Yeah. And that's exactly the I was that, not expecting that. That was the feeling that I got. Uh, and I have to agree, like, Old Boy was one of those rare moments where you're just like, Whoa! Yeah, like, what? Wait, what? What? And and it's funny because like out of that revenge uh, or vengeance trilogy, mm -hmm. I watched that one first, and I thought I think that was the second one. It is the second, yeah. And I watched that one first, and it ruined me for the other two. It really did. It's the best one, hands. It down. is the best one. The uh, third one with the girl as the focal point. Is really good. Wait, the first one's what? Symphony for... Uh, Mr. Vengeance. Mr. Vengeance? Or... Yeah. And then... And the third one's Lady Vengeance? Lady Vengeance. Okay. So Lady Vengeance was really good. Yeah. It's like, they're all really good movies. But 
You should never watch Old Boy first. No, never, but never. In fact, if not, I, if you want to watch the other two. If I if I were you, what I would do is I would watch the first one and the third one, and then Old Boy. Yes. Or watch the Josh Brolin one, and then watch the original, so you can just like hate the Josh Brolin one even more. I actually uh, haven't even finished the Josh Brolin one. I got. I think. Why I got, did this need to be rated? I think I got to. I got to the part where they were gonna do the hallway scene. Oh, you didn't watch the hallway scene. And then I was like, I, I, I'm not too. I, I give them credit for still doing the hallway scene in one shot, but shot differently. But I mean, that original one was just to side, this day side scrolling perfection. To this <laughs> day. It is awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, just, oh, just... It was actually that scene. Like, I was really enjoying it, but it was that scene where maybe just sit up and go... That tipped me over. Like, this is one of the yeah. best friggin' Asian films I've I ever absolutely seen. have to finish this movie. Yeah. But anyway, getting back to Tag. Getting back to Tag. <laughs> yes, that ending... Watch Old Boy. Okay, so... That ending was definitely the only... It, whoa. Yeah, it had that whoa. same, like, crazy... Like, it was already a crazy movie. But then you kind of thought it, you knew where it was going. Yeah. You definitely thought you knew where it was going. You don't. No, you don't. You don't fucking know. You will not know where it's going. No fucking So, yeah, expect the unexpected. I like. I love the gore in the movie. How it wasn't just like simple splatter gore. Like, there was almost like a beautiful artistic vibe to it. There was a bit of an elegance to it. Like, it was kind of weird. It's weird to say that. It is really weird to say that. But it's not just like, this isn't, this is shot by an actual artist and not just some gore whore. You yeah. Know, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Like, this isn't just like blood splatter for the sake of there being blood. Like, yeah. it's it's like, everything is conscious. Everything in this movie was a conscious decision to put in this movie. Um, one of the things that I thought was really cool was that you go... Three quarters of the movie mm -hmm. before you actually see a male. Yes. I for the first half hour of the movie, I was watching it and I was going like, I was like, "Fuck, this is like crazy good." This like crazy good, and then I was like, "I don't think I've seen a man in this movie at all." Mm -hmm. And then because uh, even the lovers are females. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So. And then when the movie starts to really, like, starts to show you its hand a little bit and goes, hey, yeah, so this is what we're going to do. And you're like, oh, I think I know where this is going to go. You're still just like, like, it wasn't like I was bored of the movie and I was like, there's no fucking men in it. What it was was I was like, I was so into it that I was just kind of like, wait, I haven't seen a single dude in this movie. And then movie. it just kind of clicks like. And then you're like, oh, oh holy fuck. Wow. And then, so now I'm watching to see where this goes, and then I'm like, is this movie going to go with the entire runtime without a single dude in it? And, I mean, they introduce a male character yeah. about halfway through. About that, yeah. But you could argue, without spoiling, you could argue that that may or may not be an actual, like, played by a man. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it wasn't until the, like... Well, uh, when they introduced the male character, then I was like, okay, we're, we're getting into the end. We're getting into the end. Yeah. And, but even then, it was like, well, I still don't know what's happening until, like you said, you're just like, what? I was... What? My mind was friggin' blown. What? I, uh, 
Because oh, no. I was confused. Like, was I was confused. When they got to the city, and then you saw, like... Yes. Then the, you the, saw the, men everywhere. The city of men. Then you were like, whoa, holy fuck. Like, Where's all the women? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you're like, you better run, girl. Yeah. Because they're... They're not going to be, like, operating under social norms. No. They're going to be like, let's just get her. Uh, there's this fantastic scene in the film that takes place at a beach with the four girls. Uh, two friends. and then and, Well, four friends, but two of them kind of like each other. Um, the character work and the dialogue and the music throughout that whole scene is so unbelievably beautiful. Oh. And then in an instant... It gets it just goes batshit. Batshit crazy. <laughs> I don't. I wish I could spoil it. Right I know now that's because the thing. it's like, just like I was like, what the fuck? Like they do uh, scene changes. Yeah. So fluidly, yeah. where you're just like, wait, what is? And then you like her, like you have to get your bearings. Because you're like, wait, what's happening? What's happening? And she's doing the same thing, like, what? like literally, like yeah. they're handing her stuff, and you know, she's like, what? Uh, yeah, okay, cool. And then you're like, what is going on? But it was such a good movie that like, I was like, there's no way I'm not finishing this. Oh yeah, there was like, no. Way I was like three quarters through. I was kind of like, I was intrigued, but I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what the story is. That's anymore. my favorite reaction. Like, is, like, like I want to finish this, but I don't know what the fuck's going <laughs> yeah. on. Like, did I, I miss something, or, 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 like... Yeah! I, I, oh, uh, so good, so good. I think, I think that's pretty much it that I got down, like... I, I actually, that, I had no dislikes, too. There's not... Yeah, I mean, it's just, movie. like, the whole thing, the direction of the entire film is just gorgeous, so... It really is. It's, it's just an artful, and it's, yeah. it sounds weird to say that... If you watched the trailer, you wouldn't get that vibe probably from the trailer at all. No, I, I, I don't, I don't agree. Oh, I mean, I agree. Yeah, you wouldn't get that at all. No. But like the story, the pr progression. I'm not going to spoil it, but the progression of the film. <laughs> like it's an it's, art it's, house grindhouse yeah. matchup. It's a weird matchup, but With it's like it's horrifying. A sci-fi bent that's just fucked, but so crazy it, cool. Yeah. Like, it's very sci-fi. Like, I'm, even a little bit of Dark City I got in there for some reason. And I don't know why. I think it's because the visuals of the Man City. Maybe. Maybe it was that. The City of Men or whatever it was called. Well, actually, yeah, like, once uh, once we shut this off, we'll talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about 100%, it. 100%, I agree. Like, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. There is a bit of a Dark City to it. There's a little bit. But, like, same with Dark City, though. Like, the story in that was so... So crazy and so nutty and dark, but intimate in a way. Like, yeah. And, and I felt the same while watching this. Like the whole situation of the story going forward is. Oh, excuse me. It's horrifying. I pulled a Kenneth. You pulled a you pulled a me, and I'm like running on friggin' no sleep right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm past that point of tired now. Where oh I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm nice. up again. Nice. Uh, but it's it, it's oh. sad in its believability. Like how the movie ends. It's sad to say, but you can actually see that happening. Yeah. In a different timeline of us. Yeah. <sighs> oh. Great film. Great film. Awesome. Don't let the fact that you have to read a movie turn you off from it because you will miss out on so many amazing films by doing that. Yeah, hopefully you're like me where you're just like, I don't fucking care about subtitles. Yeah. I love it. Just do it. It's such a good movie. I'm so glad I watched it. So, so glad I me watched too. it. Me too. Me oh. too. Great recommendation. Yeah. All right. All right. 
All you, buddy. So, like I said at the beginning, I saw the devil. Oh, no, you did? I did. Damn. And it was this movie. It was that movie. <clears throat> Came out in 2010. Director is Kim Ji Noon. So, they do this thing where they have hyphens a lot. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, I don't know if it's one of those where the last names are first. They put their last names yeah. first. Yeah, okay. So, it's, right. it's, yeah, Jun, so, Jun Noon Kim or whatever. Yeah, written by Park Hoon Jung. Cast is Lee Byung Hun, who plays Kim Soo Hyun. Uh, he's an agent in the National Intelligence Service. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, we've got uh, Choi Min Sik, who is uh, Jang Hyung Chul. He's an Academy bus driver and serial killer. He was also in Old Boy. Old Boy. And Lucy, mm. which could oh. have been so much better. Was he in Lucy? He was in Lucy. I watched Lucy once and I never watched it again. I watched it once too. When it got to like... Uh, it had so much promise. When it, it got just... to the Akira ending, I was yeah. like, no thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. The Akira ending, I was like, no. I was like, why don't you just make Akira? Yeah. It was bullshit. <laughs> anyway, um, so he plays the Academy bus driver and mm -hmm. a serial killer. Just right out of the gates. I'm not... This isn't a spoiler. He's a serial killer. Yes, uh, oh San Ha is Jang Ju Yun, so that's Su Hyun, the agent in the National uh, Intelligence Service. It's a really happy sounding name. This is his fiance. Oh San Ha. Uh, Jun Guk is Huan. Is, oh Jun Jun Guk Huan is the squad chief Jang, and uh, Jang Ju Yun, and he's the father, or he's the father of Jang Ju Yun. Oh God, this is tough. This is actually tougher than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Kim Yu Seo is Jang Si Yun, and that's Ju Yun's sister. Mm. Okay, so then that's the squad chief's daughter right. as well. Uh, then we've got Chun Ho Jin, and he's the section chief, Ho, and he's the leader of the police, which I think is a badass thing to have on, on Wikipedia. Leader of the police. He's Yeah, he's the section chief, but he's not the squad chief. No. He's the leader of the police. Leader. Okay. Uh, then we've got <clears throat> Choi Moon Song, uh, Tai Ju Kyung, Kyung Chul's friend, so the serial killer's friend. And uh, then it's Kim In Seo, Su Jung, Tai Ju's girlfriend. And then uh, Nam Bo Ra, Section Chief's daughter. All right. Uh, so. So we're going to refer to them as cop and serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really going to talk too much. Uh, all I'm okay. So the budget was six million U.S. Uh, its box office was twelve million U.S. So it made money. It made some money. But like, but it's, I, it's got a huge cult following. I couldn't find out. any Korean numbers. Okay. So so it probably did a lot more over there. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. First of all, so this is how I'm going to describe this movie. Yeah, have fun talking about this without spoiling. A very uh, gripping mm -hmm. and brutally horrifying cat and mouse thriller. You did a good job. Because this isn't a scary movie. Like, this isn't a horror movie in the sense that, like, uh, like a new nightmare or yeah. like, child's play. Or, no, no jump scares or anything. Or, or nothing like that. This is more horrifying in the vein of... Halloween, the first one, uh, or even the second one, where like, like first of all, we're dealing with a serial killer, so that happens in real life. 
So that in itself is horrifying. Uh, the way that they shoot the attacks is what makes this even... Like, this is some of the most brutal things I've seen in, like, a... If this was a generic Hollywood thriller, mm -hmm. because the setup is a Hollywood thriller. Oh, right? yeah. Like, I was watching this going, like, if this was Hollywood, this would be fucking garbage. Like, this yeah. would be a run-of-the-mill thriller. Yeah. You know, you'd have, like, Ryan Reynolds as the, the agent. You'd have, uh, fucking Sam Jackson as the serial killer. Mm -hmm. You know? You'd have Selma Hayek as the, the wife that got killed, or the fiancé that got killed. That's a little bit of a spoiler, sorry. But, like, but then it would just be, like, this big budget action flick. I'm pretty sure that's not a spoiler. I think it's on the back of the box art and everything. Fair enough. Basically, the cops going after Well, the yeah, spider. the premise of the movie is essentially, so the serial the killer yeah. kills the fiancé, and the national, well, the, the agent there is like, fuck it, I'm going to kill him. Mm -hmm. And that's all I'm going to say about the plot, because you have to watch this movie. First, heads up, though, it's brutal. Like, it's brutal. If you can make it past the first 10 minutes, and it will be hard, not because it's bad, but because it's going to really test your your stomach. Uh, I would actually say... Yeah, you know what? Yeah, it would have to be the first first 10 minutes or so, because in the first 10 minutes, you see that first bludgeon, too. Yeah. Because it's not just like... Like, in movies, when they show people getting bludgeoned to death, they don't do it with the way the Koreans shoot. Like, it looks like like this person is getting bludgeoned. Mm -hmm. Like, just beat right the fuck down. Like, you start to see indents in their fucking face. Like, yeah, if you can get past the first ten minutes, then you're in for an amazing movie. It's so good. The pacing is incredible. Just what... Like, I spent most of the movie going, like, what the fuck? is he doing like why is this happening what's going on here and then i spent the rest of the movie going like there's no way this ends good yeah there's no way this ends good and it ends and i mean it's a gut punch ending it really is a gut punch ending uh i highly recommend it i love this movie <laughs> like flat out flat out and I watched this after Phantasm, so it wasn't like I watched this. Oh, so then you watched Phantasm, and, and then like, I was like, Ugh. "Oh, Phantasm's a pile of garbage in comparison to this." No, no, no. I made sure to watch Phantasm did that, first. Did that make this look even better then? No, 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 no. I mean, like the production value on this is incredible. It's really crazy. Like they yeah. they really did use the six million perfectly. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, even just. Well, even the, some of the stuff that they had the agent do, like, in terms of the physical nature of it. Like, again, if, if this was a Hollywood movie, you'd just be like, oh, yeah, it would be more so. It'd be up the ante, you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. And it would always be like, well, he's an agent, so naturally he could do all this crazy fucking shit. Like, you don't know what they do when they train agents, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, there was only maybe one scene in the movie where he did something that I was like, oh, Really? And, but after that, it was just like, it was a move. Like, it was just like a weird, like a move that he did that I was almost certain that they CGI'd a bit. Oh, okay. And I was just like, oh, I wonder why they did that, right? Like, it looked cool, but it was just like, he did nothing up to that point that could suggest he could do anything like that. And then did nothing after that to continue the suggestion. So I was just like, okay, finally, it was just a cool, cool little thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm with Ken. If you get past the first 10 minutes, 
And I'm not a guy that can stomach gore. I like I've said in previous camcasts, I've never watched House of a Thousand Corpses all the way through. And even though I've tried, like I've tried it even in sections where it's like I got to a point and I'm like, I can't, I can't, I gotta stop. And then I'll pick it up from that point and then I'm like, and then I get to another point and I'm like, I, I can't. Actually, no, that's not true. I have watched it all the way through. That's right, because I know the ending is uh, another one of those fuck you endings. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. a fuck you ending. It, it's, it, it's, it's not a gut punch. Like, this is a gut punch. Though that ending was like a fuck you ending. It's oh, like yeah. uh, the teaser ending for the, the Descent. Yeah. That ending. Oh, man, that ending. That <laughs> one's a, that was a fuck you ending. Well, that one's, actually, that's more of a gut punch. Yeah. Yeah, any any movie where like you think the hero gets away in the last second, and then all of a sudden the main pro antagonist just shows up out of nowhere, and you're like, I, how the fuck is this even possible? Mm -hmm. Those are fuck you endings. Those are definitely fuck you endings. Yeah, like oh, like uh, what the hell was it? Um, Friday Thirteenth One, where it comes up like yes, Jason comes up from the water. Yeah. And pulls her down, and you're like, that's a fuck you ending. That's a total, like, fuck you, watch the sequel. And you're just like, what? The whole movie was his mom, and now this thing comes up? Just was, living under the water. And, yeah, exactly. No, and they don't even explain it the second. Mm -hmm. he, just, he just didn't die. No, plus in the second one, he's like a grown adult, and at the end of that one, he was like a teenage boy. Yeah, exactly. And, like, the, the second one takes place... Right after. Within months. Because Within months. And the third takes place right after number two, right? Yeah, and he's like an adult. Yeah. And then the third one, he starts becoming more of a tank. <laughs> like, in between movies, he starts lifting weights. Yeah. Which is what you do when you're already dead. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You see all those ripped up zombies? You gotta lift those bodies somehow. Anyway. Um, yeah, like... I, it's kind of like with Tag, where you want to spoil the movie because you want to talk about the movie. It's really hard not to. It, it is really hard not to. All, but like I said, like it's a very gripping and brutally horrifying cat and mouse thriller. If you can get yeah. past the first ten minutes, you're in for a fucking incredible ride. You might not like the ending. I mean, the ending is not going to be for everyone. But I guarantee you, by about a third of the way through the movie, you're going to guess that you, you're going to figure out the ending, and you're you're going to be like, okay. I feel like yeah. if you can figure out the ending beforehand, you'll kind of prepare yourself for it. Um. But fuck, it's just try to not spoil it for yourself. The acting time. is incredible. The acting is amazing. It's so good. Like it's, I put this up there with a lot of those like cat and mouse thriller movies because it's really just the two people yeah against each other. So like, um, what the fuck was it? The Michael Keaton and uh, what's his face Garcia. Oh, Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia. Desperate Measures. Desperate Measures. Great movie. Great movie. Great movie. And you had, like, two excellent leads to move this story along. Yeah. So that's what you had in this. So you had uh, Lee Byung-Hun, Hun, sorry, and Choi Min-Sik. Now, Choi Min-Sik, when I made the connection, like, because I was looking at him, I'm like, he kind of fucking looks like an old boy. And then I got a better look at him. I'm like, I love for an old boy. Yeah. So all right, like, immediately I was like, okay, all right, this is going to be good. But I did not think it was going to be amazing. Now, I did say to Ken, like, we watched Dune over the weekend, uh, which was incredible. I said to Ken, I'm definitely going to watch this movie, but it's not going to be for a while. Mm -hmm. And it, it, when I do watch it, it'll be by choice, but it'll be long enough where I'll be like... Because for right now, I'm still just like... Oh, 
some of the stuff you see in this movie is just, oh, oh, and it's like. And that, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I watched it back in 2011 for the first time. It's, it, it's almost too real. Yeah. So you can't even suspend it's, disbelief. Oh, grotesquely real. Yeah, it's grotesque. Almost like, uh, like David Fincher kind of hit that in Seven. Like, some of the scenes in that were really real feeling. Yes, yes. And this has got like a, a very Seven vibe to it. Yes, yes. But I found this to be a little bit more suspenseful, though. Oh, it's definitely more suspenseful. Seven is a slow burn, slow yeah. burn. This one is like, like, you, you don't hit the ground running, but like after the first 20 minutes, then it just, you start going. Mm -hmm. And then you're just like, whoa. And like I said, like, you'll start going like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why is this happening? Why are these people doing this? And then by the time you you get to that point, you're just like, oh, and it just carries you right to the end, even though you know, like you're like, oh, this is gonna be horrible. Like this is <laughs> this is not this is gonna be a churner. Like I'm not gonna. And then you're like, you get to the ending, and, and you're like, oh, I, I don't know how I feel about it. Like you know, like you're just kind of like, I I'm not really sure. Is this a long movie? Should I have seen this? Should I have subjected my brain to this? Right? But I'm so glad I did. First time I watched so it, I, good. first time I watched it, I thought that too. Like I got, I got past those ten minutes. I was like, if the whole movie's like this, I won't be able to do it. And that's that's kind of. I was like, I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I don't think I can do and it. And luckily, like they they hit the brutality like in in spots where yeah. you're just like, oh. Because I do oh, not like torture oh. porn movies, and I don't like cannibal movies. I just. Something about seeing the body hacked apart and played with, I just does nothing for me. So uh, no, but yeah, like yeah, oh, it's it's this is fucking it's so good, it's so good. That's oh, yeah. all I can say. It's oh, just yeah. so good, um, and yeah, like all I want to do is spoil the movie. <laughs> that's, that's all I want to do. All I want to do is just talk about all the things I loved about this movie, like in minute detail. Like I know that you know we're trying to make a conscious effort to not like go scene by scene line by line for the movies now but this one i want to go like scene by scene yeah. and just be like oh but fuck wow yeah it's hard fuck wow it's hard good i'm glad you love that one because i was most excited for you to watch that if one. it was a swing and a miss for both you would have yeah. just been like i don't think i like i don't think i know good movies what what what, what uh, is maybe i have the wrong choices <laughs> maybe chris is right and i do have maybe choices. i just uh, but no but in like I think Phantasm is going to be one of those movies that it, it's you either like it or you don't. 100%. I think that's what it is. So, like, even knowing what I know now about the movie, rewatching it, I'll, I'll go, I can see, like, you, like I said, like, immediately, I was like, yeah, I can see it, I can kind of get it. I don't know that I'll rewatch it. I, I said I would, but I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't know that I need to now because I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. I have a little bit de yeah. different appreciation for it. I just don't need to watch it again. Yeah. I'm good. But uh, this one, yeah, it will. I'll it'll be at least a yeah, year. Yeah, no, this is like a once a decade kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it'll, all right, yeah. it's twenty thirty one. Time to put her. Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? I haven't seen it in a while. You know, because that's funny that because uh, it's actually been uh, a good chunk of years since I've seen Old Boy. Yeah. Like, honestly, I think I've only seen it the one time. Now that I think about it, really. No, 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 that's not true. I saw it, I've seen it. I, I think I've seen it at least three I've times. I've seen it uh, two times all the way through. And then I've probably seen that that side-scrolling part like a dozen. Well, I, 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 I watch that over and over again. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I, I do that with uh, with that 
It Man fight with the karate guys, like the 13 karate guys. It Man, which one? The first It Man? First one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I remember that one. You know, like they're in the dojo it, yeah. and it's just him and he's like fucking fuming because, yeah. uh, you know, he killed his friend and then uh, beats the fuck out of all of them. Breaks everywhere. Oh, face stumps. Beautiful. But yeah, uh, it's the <laughs> third time I watched, like, it was like the last half like a half hour or 40 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. But it was still just like, oh yeah, finish this shit. <laughs> okay, right, so I'll finish this shit. But but yeah, I didn't finish the American one. I And I really like, I dragged my feet watching it too because I was like, I, it's just... It's a, I like just, Josh Brolin. And I, and I like Sam Samuel L. Jackson, although I hated him in that movie. That movie it has no right being called a Spike Lee joint though. I mean, yeah, cool, you, you made a remake. I felt like it actually, like, his portrayal of that character, I was like, is he doing the same character as he was in The Saint? Like, what? Yeah. Or not The Saint, the, uh... Was it this? No, it's not The Saint. It's the... That fucking Frank Miller-directed movie. Oh, Sin City. No, no. The other one. Oh, um... The Spirit. The spirit, that's the one. I was going to say the same. I was like, the same? He's playing the same, same sounds right. over-the-top bad guy. And I was just like, oh, man. Like, yeah. Like, in a movie like... Uh, uh, that Gentleman's Spy movie. <laughs> the Gentleman's Spy movie. Uh, what's his face? Eggie... Can't fucking remember now. Oh, Kingsman. Yes. Okay. So in Kingsman, yeah, you're like, yeah, okay, this kind of movie, yeah, you'd be over the top. It'd be fucking over the top. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And old boy remake. What the fuck were they no. thinking? No. That's no. not how. The, that's not why that movie was like such a huge hit. Mm-hmm. It was because it was like a grounded, fucking. I want to say psychological thriller. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, but anyway, that's where I put. Not getting too sidetracked on that. Uh, so all four of these movies, uh, I recommend watching them all. Watch them all. Come up with your own dis- uh, opinions. Let us know what you think. Let us, especially like me, if if all of you are out there going like uh, Chris, that phantasm. Tell me why. Tell me why you like it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully you have different uh, reasons than Kenneth does. But uh, I mean, whatever. It, it's it's. Uh, Opinions and choices, right? That's all it but is. But I want to hear about it. And also, I want to hear, like, movies that you think we should watch, too. Like, if there's something you're like, oh, my God, they've never talked about this movie. They have to see this movie. Let us know. Yeah, I, do I don't care. I don't care what kind of movie it is. If it's Japanese, I'll watch it. If it's Korean, I'll watch it. If it's Canadian, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Ginger Snaps, bitches. One of my favorite horror movies. Or uh, werewolf movies oh, right there. Man. All three of them, too. I loved oh. all three of them. Oh, someone that loves the trilogy. I love the trilogy, even though I wish that we got a proper third, like a proper... A proper, they're going to say the back into the... Or at least a fourth where we pick up with the, the yes. end of that, because... The end of Unleashed. Fuck, um, it ended but crazy. Number three was kind of, it was weird because it was the same girls playing the same characters, but, but the setting was awesome. But it was so It was so good. cool. It was, it was so good. And it was so Canadian feeling, I loved it. I actually... I. Within the first like couple of minutes of the movie, I was like, "Oh, it's a period piece with this same." And then I was like, "But they're still sisters." Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I stuck around because I love the chemistry. Too. I love the chemistry, chemistry, and I was like, "Oh man, fuck yeah, it. so good, yeah. so good." We have to rewatch those and do camcasts. Absolutely. Fuck, I can't yeah. wait. 
The list just yeah. keeps growing, man. Yeah, you know what? We'll have no, no problem getting to the. You know what else I thought we should do? Like kind of like a palate cleanser, just mm. for shits and giggles. Mm. The Austin Powers trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking the other day that I haven't seen that in a while. I I thought that too. Yeah. I was like, well, we should fucking do that because like when we did Nacho Libre, I yeah. was like, this is so much fun. Like we're just fucking <laughs> in between the Blade Runners. Oh my, and exactly, and that's the best time. Because we've been hitting all these, like, series. Like, we're going to hit oh, Dune next. Yep. Dune is next. We've got uh, Venom, uh, Let There Be Carnage up right now. Yep. We're going to come out with this. So I feel like probably should. We're good. We're good. I mean, Eternals is coming, whether you see it or not. I, uh, yeah, no, we're seeing it. it. it Remember it, I told you that? Yeah. I know. I thought it was hysterical. The one movie that I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to see this in the it, theater. You're watching And then my it. wife invites... Us like creates like a date night yeah. with our neighbors. We're awesome. Uh, Two hours. Lauren Ryan. Minutes. Just so you know, I wasn't gonna see this movie in the theater, but now I'm going to. <laughs> but, uh, although, although the reviews are not being kind. Right. It's almost like I'm reading reviews for a DC movie. Yeah. Like I haven't seen critics go after. It's getting. Uh, they're comparing it to Thor: Dark World. I know. I know. That ain't good. <laughs> I, like, Ooh. I, and I said before, like I said, that's a Marvel movie, so. Yeah, you know. it's going to make money. But now, they're actually using that as a complaint against it. Isn't it funny? It's fucked up. Like, now they're going, well, you know, like, it's, like, it's got that Marvel type of they thing. They took two years off from Marvel movies because of COVID, and now all of a sudden it's bad to be a Marvel movie. Yeah. Exactly, which is weird. So maybe I'll think this movie's amazing. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll be like, this is fucking... This is great up there. Although, like, I mean, it does look good. Like, that's the thing. Like, I can't... It, it looks good. Visually, it looks like it'll be a spectacle movie. It's just, yeah. you know... I mean, I, I haven't read any of the reviews. I just saw the titles. I It was just, the it was just the, it the was matter just like, of never being interested in the comics. Yeah, so it, now that it's was just the like, thing, right? Okay, Eternals, whatever. Or like not even the comics, but the characters in general. Yeah, or because like I had no desire to read like Iron Man comic books or Doctor Strange, mm -hmm. but the character was cool enough that I knew enough about him. Yeah. So that if you would say, "Hey, Iron Man, Tony Stark," I'd be like, "Oh yeah, let's yeah. talk about it." Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Fing Fang Foom, like let's do deep cut names, you mm -hmm. know, Whiplash, like there's names out there. Eternals, we got Icarus. That's it. That's all I can think of yeah. right now. And I know they said some of the names in the trailer. Yeah, uh, Fina or something. Yeah. Fina, yeah, I don't know. So anyways, that's in the pipeline. There's, yeah. there's a lot coming. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, like, we'll, we'll get the Austin Powers trilogy in there at some point. Yeah. Uh, do we have any thoughts on Christmas movies? Let us. We'll just do this for you while we're uh... put some recommendations down. Yeah, right? actually, let us know about Christmas movies because we're running out of like really good Christmas movies. Are we? I don't know. Are we? Because I mean, like geek wise. Well, we didn't talk about Santa Claus. Didn't do Santa Claus. We, we didn't, didn't do Home Alone one or two. We didn't do any of those. We didn't do uh, Elf. Didn't do Elf. Which is one of the greatest of all time. Elf's great. That's <laughs> fucking great. The Grinch. That's right. We we could do like all three versions of the Grinch. We could just watch a whole bunch of Grinch. That's actually not a bad idea. In fact, we'll call hips a bunch of Grinch. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea because like there is three versions. There is. There's the original cartoon, the Jim Carrey, and then the new cartoon. And the new one, which I heard was actually not too bad. Yeah, which is directed by Scott Mosher. Interesting. Very interesting. For those of you who don't know, that's uh. 
Kevin, uh, Kevin Smith's Kevin go-to Smith. producer for like all the James Bond like movies. Fr- one of his best friends too. Yeah. They've been friends forever. Yeah. He calls him Moser. Moser. He doesn't call him Scott. No. He's Moser. Yeah. Anyway. It's uh, very interesting. So, thanks again for joining us on this uh, Halloween special camcast. Mm-hmm. As always, my name is Chris. This is Kenneth. You can see us. Where can you see us? You guys right know. Here but I'm going to tell you. YouTube. Facebook. Twitter. Instagram. You can hear us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and on SoundCloud. Um, was I missing one? No, you got them all so far. Sweet deal. And finally, you can see Chris Fedek, only Chris Fedek. Exclusively. <laughs> on geekpantsmedia.com. Uh, and maybe you'll hear... Oh, you can also uh, see Kenneth with his unboxings. You can always see him on YouTube on unboxings. Yep. He's also on SoundCloud with his... Uh, Scarecast? I haven't done that in a while, but yeah, no, there was Shriek Pants. Shriek Pants, that's the one. Because yep. I was like, that's good. Like there was that. Shriek Pants, and then there was uh, Ken Likes Comics. Yeah, Ken Likes Comics. Which, I have a lot of fun doing that one, but I put research into that, so I don't do them very often. Yeah, it would be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Other than that, other you guys are that. awesome. <laughs>